Hello and welcome back to Context Needed. Uh, back again with another episode Wednesday today. We're joined with Ryan and Ollie as usual. If you want to say hello, guys. Yo. Hello. I'm just a heads up. I'm trying to make a, an avid note to try not to slur my words today because I was re-listening to Saturdays, and I've got a feeling I was a little bit tired. Because I rushed Drink quite it. a lot of my words. <laughs> you, you've been drinking. Stop lying to everyone. You know, you, stop you're not stop working. It, you're just it. day drinking. Stop it. Stop Go it. In. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> telling them about Move, my moving, moving swiftly on from my alcoholic well, tendencies, we're moving to Ryan's well, story. Say, today. Tommy, this, isn't, this isn't a podcast. This is an intervention. We tricked you. Uh-huh. Wait, this is being name. streamed. Gonna... <laughs> Somebody's going to come through the door. Hi, it's me from CBS. <laughs> uh, yeah. Go on, Ryan. So, you, you start us off. We'll get into it. Your boy, our boy, our Lord and Lord and Savior, Jesus of the memes. He's he's passed on, ascended to the musical world. Joji, better known as well. He's more for me. He's better known as Filthy Frank. Um, uh, basically, he's been fi- he's been found out. Yeah. The K-pop stands, the K-pop stands of Twitter, have <laughs> found him, and then <laughs> they're like, "This, I can't believe that you know." And they, it's basically a bunch of little white girls, maybe even uh, Asian girls, and just little girls in general who fetishize uh, Asian men. So they just they're just over the top about K-pop and all their stars. They're just over the top about anything from Asia, and they're like, "Oh, we love it! It's like this is the best thing ever." And they, so they basically find out that <laughs> Joji's made all this. Shut uh, the fuck up! <laughs> yeah, some, some very very um, dark flammatory. Yeah. <laughs> The way he did it is he was playing a character. It was always a character. And, always has yeah. and um, they basically found that and they don't understand the idea of satire and, and jokes and don't can't quite comprehend that somebody can play a character like you've got uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in uh, Django. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Is he racist? No. Um same with Quentin Tarantino. There's a load of people who call him racist because of his films, but he's clearly not. He's trying to portray a story, and this was basically what Joji was doing. Well, George Miller was doing with Filthy Frank, but it was it was basically just trying to sum up everything that we wouldn't like the worst of the worst people <laughs> that you could have, and, yeah. and just make it make it a character, and then slide it out into the internet. And whilst he did it, he actually made it really successful because I mean, it was seven million subscribers. That was pretty funny. <laughs> it was. It was good shit. A <laughs> it was funny. Was I shit. loved it. I, I cosplayed it. We everyone loved it. I mean, if you if you're if you're sensitive enough to get offended about it, just don't watch it. Simple. Yeah. You shouldn't be on the internet. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't. Be, you should just lock yourself in a room, to be yeah. honest. Because I mean, the real world's a thing. But so they basically found him. Um, instantly she called him a racist and then a uh, a black person came on and responded and goes this isn't offensive it's you know it's satire it's a joke she then proceeded to tell him that he can't tell her what's racist or not and he then said okay then well whatever your opinions just 
doesn't matter then because it's just stupid, you know, to even consider that he actually is like this because he isn't. No. Um, but she then proceeded to call him the... Um, Drop uh, the M-bomb. No, she didn't use that. She oh. used an old one. She used an old one. So I'm didn't not going to say didn't, it. But... Didn't she... I've, I've only Raccoon, seen... A... Raccoon without the RA at the start, basically. Yeah. Oh, okay. She went yeah, in with saw... that. I was like, yo, I've not heard that since primary school. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's uh... an old one. That's a very yeah. I saw <laughs> I saw that one because that one popped up in one of the groups. I remember. She's I the main person. Like, is she the main perpetrator. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah, the one who's kind of like, and they've all spotted it. They're like, oh. Yeah, because there was there was another thing that I did see, and I've completely forgot what it was ever since we've talked about the the raccoon comment. So just carry on with what you were yeah, saying. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's like she calls this guy. <laughs> she calls this guy racist. So I'll, I'll read out. I've got the tweet up now. So she goes. Um, this is after she's posted the original thing saying, look at Joji's a monster, he's a mess, you know. And she goes, don't come in my mentions talking about it's just satire. Y'all can't take a joke these days. Uh, man, I don't give a fuck. This shit isn't funny at all, so get the fuck out of here with that. Then she goes, and for you non-blacks coming into my mentions, just get the hell out. Oh, I've you seen don't that one, yeah. Say, you don't get a say in what I find offensive. Well, no, not really, but we're just telling you it isn't made in an offensive <laughs> manner. And then Jordan, or at Jay Picante, I believe, I've probably butchered that, absolute lad, comes in and he's like, as a black person, my view is that his lyrics are contextual to the character he was portraying. Rather not hear it, but I'm not mad nor willing to cancel him. She then says the previous statement, and it's just like... <laughs> You can't complain about racism and then drop a racist no. slur. Yeah. <laughs> from, I'm not going to say she's definitely from Asia, but she's got a picture. I presume it's a picture of herself and she's clearly Asian. And I think it's very rich coming from Asia where I think racism is in the highest there, point. Racism is a massive problem there. Even, even Joji speaks about it because just because he was um, his, I believe his dad was from Australia and his mother was from Japan or vice versa, either way. That you you viewed as some sort of fucking alien when they're there. And most of the time it's like it's not in a horrible way. But it's just this just just it spaffs just like it's just unbelievable how yeah. people get hasn't, and hasn't talk he, about it. Hasn't he had like gigs or something cancelled because of this? I've not seen anything about gigs being cancelled, but to be honest, at the moment you can't really say anything about why gigs are being cancelled because we've just we're in such a situation. Yeah, it's just I remember uh, I just remember reading somewhere someone was basically trying to I I I, I can't remember the tweet, I can't remember who posted it, I can't remember where I saw it, but I'm sure I remember reading somewhere that someone was saying that they wanted they didn't want him to have gigs in their town or something. They they said he doesn't deserve it because of this horrible person that he is, but it's like it's just a character. Which town's this? Is this probably some back-end backwash piece? Of I'm not sure. It's just again, I can't quite remember where I saw this stuff because it went it went crazy yeah. in one of the groups I'm in. Um, but it was one of those things. It moved so quick, I didn't really get to keep up with it. But it's just like mm. at the end of the day, it's just a character, and it was a character in his past. It's like one, he's gone. He's literally yeah. put posts out saying that this is this was a character. He wrote a book. <laughs> well. I'm not going to quote on who's exactly wrote it, but from what I can tell, it's written by him. I've not read it all the way through, but it literally says, this is fiction. 
this is not this is nothing this isn't me as a person yeah i mean in i think that's just the daftness everybody think like nobody likes context anymore unless it's to do with them yeah that is yeah. true well, well cherry picking facts basically yeah, yeah. and you get it a lot more obviously on the liberal side where they're like oh but he said this it's like well it, again it's a character here and context right. is needed mm, context is always needed frankly i i just <laughs> i've had my laugh of it i've had me laugh at it and i've kind of just got i've gone nobody cares because it's a k-pop stand and k-pop stands on twitter are quite possibly the just foulest group of people ever they're very venomous be, from what i've seen very you, venomous you'll be there somebody will really completely yeah. Unrelated to K-pop, and some fucking retard will come on there and be like, "But just look at this boy." It's like nobody cares about <laughs> fucking whoever. Look at this boy. That one K-pop band. Nobody cares who he is. What's my best little chin. They're just so obsessed, and it's like it's like me coming out and being stupidly obsessed about like. S Club Seven randomly just constantly posting on like people's people put a post up about something completely different. I just come in, I'm like, just but just look at S Club Seven, look at them. Oh, yeah. is it, just look at them. Because is it is it similar to like the 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 idol idol culture in Japan, but just a lot more? It's, it's kind nearly of... nearly exactly the same. It's nearly exactly the same. Yeah, they're 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 the idol and the the boy band cultures in Asia are insane disgusting in my eyes i think if we look at it from the ideas of like you're not allowed to get married you're not allowed to do this and don't get me wrong they've signed a contract so it's down to them if they're going to do it you know you, you so, you've signed the contract to say you're not going to do this as part of your a part your of your role so it, it, part of me is like, well, at one point there was um i remember reading one thing. Left a girl's idol band yeah it was akb 48 and they yeah, had there's 48 of the fuckers. Yeah, there's a lot of them, but what? one of them got caught. One of them got caught Wait. leaving a love hotel with a guy, and mm. it was found out that it was her boyfriend, and she wasn't allowed to have one because they have to have this pure image. And she had to do this massive thing where she had to like apologize to all her fans publicly, fans, and she, she she like broke down crying because of it. She had to leave him and all this. It's like fucking hell, seriously. It's like it's just a guy. It's mental. It, it, there's there's this crazy kind of culture with just being pure and um. Especially in Japan, I've heard in like the porn industry, like your first film is, you know, you get paid fucking is, loads. That's but from then, the interview with Kaho Shibuya, isn't it? That anime man does. She I think so. That. I've not, I've not watched it all the way through. I've not seen it myself, but I've seen like articles on it. But basically, it's like because there's this pureness. But then as soon as you lose that pureness, I mean, your your value drops annoyingly. They're, they're still, they're still very not right wing but very conservative over there they're still very like mm. up close with culture and stuff like that yeah. and don't get me wrong i mean like it's created what they are today and there's a lot of awesome stuff that comes out of it i mean like, i don't think you'd get as like smutty and just ridiculous anime as you do if they weren't <laughs> if they weren't in position where, but then know, they censor it. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Well, Although the, there is, the there is, is a though, minister. There is a minister that's trying to get the censorship get removed. The well, because how do I back this man? <laughs> well, it, oh no! Based... What is behind this pixel? 
Well, it's well just, I mean, that's um... it. It's like they show literally everything else and the context of it all. It's just like, what, what are you really hoping? Well, it's, <laughs> it's, one, it's one of those things like, where... It's just lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's one of those things, though. I think what he's, what he's trying to do is he's trying to pull... Because obviously their... Um, excuse me, their um, birth rates are birth dwindling. Rates down as hell. And yeah, their, their, their population is dwindling as well because of it, so... He's fucking virgins. Yeah, he's trying to put in a basically a thing where. What a bunch of weebs! Look at these anime watching virgins. <laughs> a whole country of them. <laughs> Remember reading where it was like the way he's trying to do it. He's trying to put it down to like because people don't have the time with the workforce and because everything is censored and hidden in their media in their entertainment. When it actually comes down to it, no one understands it, and everyone's confused about it in in their like culture. So he's How trying does to. How does a dick work? Well, it, it, he was he he was stating like I remember I was I think it was either another podcast I was watching or it was a video I was watching. And it was about this guy. It was going it was going a bit in depth into like the stuff he was using. I'm sure he was citing like actual like um, facts and figures from like. Um, what is it when you go and polls and stuff like that, where you get the information like from people? Like a sensor. Like a sensor and stuff sensor. like uh, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's got information like that, and it's just stuff like, oh, are you a virgin? It's like there's the virgin rates are like all the way up to like 30 years old, 40 years old, and then they'll ask them things like, like based off of this scale, like, why is it are you not doing it? Is it because of work? Is it because um, you're not able to get with anyone? Is it because you don't understand it? And... The staggering... Is it because you have small peepee? <laughs> well, the staggering thing is that the number of people that said they just don't understand it and they don't seem the point of it was staggeringly high, and that's where what? the da- that was the danger because they don't see the point in having a relationship because it just takes up too much of their time when all their time goes to their work. But surely, what about just fucking? Like, do they not just? I mean, no, because they don't. I've heard, have the time. I've heard, things, else. <laughs> I've heard things like like. Um, I watched this guy called Tokyo Sam and he lives over in Tokyo. He's an American. He teaches kids over there and stuff, but he does YouTube like in his part time on it. A bit like abroad in Japan. Uh, yeah, a bit like him, but he's a little bit more kind of abroad in Japan's very kind of a bit more professional. Oh, is this a guy a bit more critical? <laughs> Uh, he's a bit more just kind of like fun. Like, well, I wouldn't say that obviously abroad in Japan's videos aren't fun because I think they're just as good. I think it's just like he's a completely different character to him. Yeah. So like he's the way he acts, he's just a little bit more loud. Like he's he's American, so he's he's a bit more kind of like out there with everything. Um, more he, he 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 was saying that like you you go over there and as a as a white man or a, a person from you know, a different country, you can go over there and it's really easy to get laid because one, the Japanese girls are trying to like train themselves on their English. Two, it's just like, they just rather go with somebody who's genetically more likely to have something. Statistically more likely to have a larger penis. Endowed, yeah, more well endowed. (laughs) I think we we just need to stop going over there. Really, I think we're the problem. <laughs> we're like, <laughs> we are the problem. Like, oh. And the thing is, is you could go over there and you could just have like a normal sized dick, but to them it could be like fucking huge. Like from what to they be fair, like, like you you talking about how like 
oh, a white guy can go over there and pretty much get anyone. Reminds me of a story when I was over there as how I probably could have, but obviously I was engaged at the time. Because <laughs> I was literally, I think it was... Goddamn engagement! <laughs> I was, I w- when I went out there, it was I think it was my second day there. Um, and there was a there was a bar just down the road from the hotel I was staying, and it, it's always very weird when you're in Japan because it's never a Japanese. It wasn't a Japanese bar; it was a Spanish bar. Ah well, <laughs> so, is there an Eng- unless there's an English pub with oh, dogs on the wall? Yeah. I, 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 I had a very I had a very funny situation where I was in Shibuya in a Irish bar drinking a German beer, listening to an American singer. Quality. Like Quality. how how multicultural can you get? But anyway, going back to the stories, yeah. I was I was I was in the Spanish bar, and I was just sitting at the bar uh, drinking, and I was talking with the bar staff because some of them spoke English, some of them not so much, but I spoke kind of broken Japanese, so we was able to have little conversations. And this um, what I can only describe as a Japanese cougar came from one of the restaurant seats and sat at the bar. Maybe like not the seat next to me, but the seat over in yeah. Japan, be able to smoke in the bars and things like that. So I was I was smoking because I like to smoke on holidays anyway. So I was smoking she when was she came over. She she sat down and she was talking with the bar staff. I was talking to the bar staff and she started talking to me. She didn't speak very good English, but we had this like conversation that was about like certain drinks and stuff like that. And then she offered me a cigarette. We had the cigarette and. She wanted Gaijin dick. For basically, what I can only explain is it felt like she was really, really trying hard to get some kind of interest from me. And it was one of those things where it's like, I just had to, I had to be interested. I didn't want to be rude to her, but I I couldn't have interest in her because obviously I was engaged. I'm, I'm married now. It was like... I couldn't really push that way, but I've got a feeling if I just took even slightly more interest and even maybe did the alpha move of moving to the seat next to her, I could have Ooh. probably very easily gone to a different different hotel ah. that night. <laughs> they're, the, they're the things, though, you've got to watch out for. Because I was... Uh, Tokyo Sam talks about it. There's uh, cougars as such, uh, Japanese ones, who will start talking to people in the States, in the UK, you know, English people, mainly. It's usually English-speaking people from what I can tell. Yeah. Uh, just foreign people in general. What they basically do is they get them to come over and then they have a kid, then they have to get married, and they basically trap them, basically living with them, um, basically so they can become uh, a housewife, I think it usually is. I, don't quote me on that, though. Like, I can't remember exactly what he said in the video. Um, obviously, I've only got this from one source, but I I wouldn't like say he's lying because you know, why why would you lie about that? Like, yeah, it might have done, but so basically, it's like they they get them in, and then this these lads are stuck with them, and they they married them now, and like they can't just go out and have fun. And this lads like the lads are like my age, twenty two, twenty three, and it's like this forty going on fifty year old Japanese woman they're married to, That's... and they they're stuck. It's bizarre. How does that happen? Because like. I mean, just just talking to him online, and then like you know, obviously you get attached. Yeah, yeah like, I don't, don't know. Like, 
it just seems strange the concept of like a lad like a young lad in his 20s going over and just like marrying an older japanese woman i'm sure it happens occasionally but it sounds like it happens enough that it's like a, a known phenomenon yeah, that's what I mean. it's, it seems strange to me i just i want to know how the, gonna... i want to know how the visa situation works in there because i know we have open visa mm. with japan from the like original kind of period when they finally opened the border they only opened the border to like Germany, uh, America, and the UK, I think, for, like, trade yeah. and visits. Um, and because of that, we're able to visit now for, I think, up to 90 days, as long as we don't work, with no visa, no, like, paid pass or anything like that. So it's like, surely if you go over there, get someone pregnant, you can't just all of a sudden marry them and stay. Surely there's something going on with the visa there that has to be changed. Yeah, there's there's, there's some of the... Yeah. There's, there's the ways they do it. I'm not 100% sure. Like I say, don't quote me on this, but it, it, it seems... Try it. <laughs> I, 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 it I, might I, break I, that one thousand day period. <laughs> um, <laughs> Moving I don't, on. I, personally, personally, Moving on. Swiftly personally on. <laughs> I can't see it not being a thing that happens because I know I've spoken to people in the past from abroad, not from Japan, obviously, but from different countries where there's genuinely been interest in each other. Um, where it could have probably, like, if one went over and visited either way, you know, it could have led to stuff. And like, obviously, it had taken a while, but you know, it who knows how it goes. But I, I don't think it's like stupidly common, but I think it's common enough for like it to be more of a kind of blokes thing where blokes kind of go, Oh, watch yeah. out, you know, she's doing that or he's doing that. And then it's something that you mm. might hear like housewives talk about like a bit gossipy but it's stuff that actually happens do you know what I mean yeah like, I mean it probably, yeah, I, I can't say it exactly I mean it wouldn't I mean, surprise me that, that kind of thing happening because obviously you do have the thing where it's like people will try like mail order brides and stuff but there's usually like mm. I know over here when you get married we had to do uh two interviews uh, before we was allowed to marry one that was a couple of months no one that was I think we had to do it 90 days before the wedding, I think it was. I can't remember the top of my head, but we had to basically... It was just basic questions like... I had to answer her for what her name was, what her date of birth was, what colour her eyes were. It was just very, very simple things just to basically make them understand, I do know who she is and I do want to marry her. Um, but then yeah. you had to do... Is your mistress not English? Or not like... like? Is this just something that happens for everyone? This is what happens in the UK. I don't know what marriage stuff happens in different countries, mm. but this is what happened to me when I was getting married. And then on the day of your wedding, you have to do the interview again. And they're able to basically stop your wedding and your marriage at any point. Um, but as well, I've got to... I think when you do... Say it was like I had a girlfriend from America coming over and she wants mm. to marry me and stay over here. Um, I've got a friend who's potentially dealing with this currently. Um, I've got a feeling they ask more in-depth questions yeah, just to make yeah. sure that mm. she's not coming over to get a visa just to get the visa. So I'm wondering if, like, if it did happen where, say, you was to go across to Japan, get someone pregnant and they'd marry them, they'd, they'd definitely question you, but it wouldn't surprise mm. me if those yeah. questions would be based off of, like, how did you meet each other? What, what's your history together? Maybe if there was some kind of, like, oh, you've been talking to each other for a year, you're friendly you've had a child and you want to actually help support each other, then it'll probably be something they'd try and maybe put yeah. in an emergency visa. I'm not sure, but it's probably, I did, I didn't it's a bit did. crazy. <laughs> I didn't know they did this questioning shit. I mean, if they yeah. start questioning me, I'm, I'm going to be fucked. I'm not going to be able to remember anything. 
Well, this was the thing. What's I literally had to drill it. I'm I sure you remember eye colour and name. And age. Well, the thing, I, I had to drill it into me, her date of birth, because I'm fucking useless with date of births. I, I forget my own date I'm of okay birth. I'm okay with that. I, I'm shit. I'm shit. I, I just don't I mean, like... mine doesn't get much easier to remember, to be fair. Well, yours is, <laughs> think... yours is very, very easy to remember. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think with me, I'd I'd be fucked because I I don't like you know how people are like oh they remember every date of everything that happened like you know anniversary. Oh, I'm no. I'm fucked when it comes. No, to I'm that. terrible with that kind I, of thing. Like, There's a reason my anniversary is engraved on my wedding. I don't like I don't I don't know. I'm just gonna be fucked. I'm never gonna be able to get married. Let's just put it that way because right. I'm never gonna be able to answer any of these questions. Yes. Right. There's a reason my wedding anniversary is engraved on the inside of my ring. It helps me remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your ring made of, though? Is it gold? Platinum. Oh, that's all right, then. I was just going to say that went rub away. I say if it's gold, it's like, well, that's going to be gone in a few years. <laughs> yeah, I, I detest gold. Like, I, I, I understand gold is like a, like what a lot of people like aspire to have, but gold is common mm. as fuck, in my opinion. Mm. It's not. It's actually rarer than diamonds, gold. Um, yeah, well, that's, that's because cause... the only reason diamonds are so expensive is because they're diamonds all held by common. the same. They're common as fuck, but they're held uh, by one company. De Bauer's diamonds. Yeah, De Beers. De Beers, yeah, sorry. That's it. And, it's, and um, but like gold is fairly rare, but it's more so just like I, I don't know. I I wouldn't be bothered by a gold ring, but like yeah, I want like I, I'd like a titanium ring or like a tungsten ring or something like that, like an interesting material. Yeah. But and it's it'll wear so when you put your hand in the washing up bowl. <laughs> Fuck. Depleted uranium. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Unless it's the one ring I'm not interested, let's just put it that way. Unless you come to me and you start reciting the black speech of Mordor, I ain't, I ain't bothered. I ain't marrying you. Let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, if you don't disappear when you put the ring on. <laughs> That'll be oh, me. Man. At the yeah. altar. Fucking <laughs> run! <laughs> I made a mistake! Spike. So we had, we, had oh, a, we had a funny moment because obviously it was. um. Ollie's brother Tom was my best man, and when he had to hand over, when he was handing over the rings to make the ring to me to put onto my wife's finger, as as we as he passed it over, we had the biggest static shock ever. Like it literally, you heard it go, <laughs> like you heard the snap, and both of us go, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> and there's literally like I think it was yesterday. Like uh, I have all my wedding pictures as my desktop backgrounds, and. I was looking. I was just turned on my computer yesterday, and the picture was that it was us. Literally, what the hell was this kind of thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to see that picture. I was. I'll find it for you after after oh. the podcast is yeah, funny. Show, it's just, it's just us like laughing, like what the hell just happened? But I think it happened exactly oh, the man. same to to Becky as well. And we was worried. We was worried that she'd like drop the ring or something. Tom was just like carrying a taser with the rings, <laughs> just like <laughs> charging it up before he gives it. You're like, oh man! I think I don't know if it's just like the weather, like because obviously it's been a bit drier recently and quite warm. I've been getting a shitload of static shocks lately. I don't yeah, know I you have. guys, but like, I just keep getting them. Like every every time I touch Danny, I seem to give her a static shock. I get them my every time I get out of my car. I never get it from my car. Never get it on the car. I do, not really. Not anymore. See, when I'm, when I'm in the car, it's fine. As soon as I get out the car and touch the door to shut the car, I get a static shot. Get one. And it's even stranger I mean, because I the odd one, but... un- unless I touch the middle of the glass, I still get a shock. I have what? that issue when I'm getting my, uh, <laughs> what? my hair dryer and, and that's out what... of the bonnet. <laughs> 
<laughs> your hair. What was? I, I missed that. What did you say? Sorry. I said I, I said I have that issue when I get my hair dryer out the bonnet. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> in your yeah. in your hairdresser's car. My hairdresser's. Car. Have you got Have you got a sticker on yours that says "No hairdressing equipment kept in this car overnight"? Because if not, you need to no, buy one. Oh, I'm going to get, get one of that. those. Now. God so damn good. it! I'm going to get yeah. those. I used to, I used to take the piss out of a guy I used to work with who hadn't. He had an Audi TT. I used to take the piss out of saying it was a hairdresser's car. And I used to always say yeah. to him, "Oh, so when are you going to when are you going to get the weight reduction kit?" He's like, "What do you mean weight reduction kit? Oh, you just need to take your hairdresser tools out the back." <laughs> and I think he I, he yeah. used to get so annoyed by it. But the thing is, it's like it's just your car, and you getting annoyed by it is making me want to tease you more about it, even more. And it, yeah. it got it got to the point where he went to his manager to tell him to tell me off, and then his manager <laughs> took the piss out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, um, like, a friend of my dad's called my MR2 a hairdresser's car. It's just like, what? The mighty cheese wedge. I don't care. The, the mighty cheese wedge. Yeah, I just don't color. care. Like, why would I care? Like, people are so fucking hell-bent on trying to make it. Like, if you enjoy the car, enjoy the car. Like, if yeah. you, well, I drive, love it you turn around every time you park your car and you look at it and you go, I like that car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because I'm in a lot of like off-roading groups. There's a lot of people from like the UK, Europe. There's also a lot of Americans, and obviously in America, obviously they've got a lot more open land and much bigger off-road trucks. They're used to like fucking you know V8 Chevys and big, huge straight six Jeeps and stuff. And then I'll post this little tiny 1.3 Jimny, which is probably about as capable as them, which is a funny thing. But like they're always oh girly, that's a little toy car. It's like yeah, but it's really good. <laughs> like, yeah, but, but you know that you engine. It's a lot <laughs> yeah, but it's just one of those. It will never die. <laughs> yeah, that that engine that you've got in your big V8 Chevy. You know the one that's so heavy that it makes you sink into mud. That I will just drive over. Yeah. <laughs> but something, yeah, just. <laughs> that's it's that's like comparing. The what? Like, their mentality is just big is better. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just. Wait. So do Which you in some cases. Do you remember the, there was the episode of Top Gear? There was the special they had where they went somewhere and Richard Hammond had that car he called Oliver and there was driving, yeah, yeah. Over, there uh, was driving oh, over the there. salt flats and all the it others... It was sh- uh, Botswana special. Yeah. yeah they were there, everyone else was sinking in the salt flats and he was just skipping across it like it was nothing because his car was so light. <laughs> yeah, he, took yeah. that he kept that car. He still got he it. He still I'm got sure. it, apparently. So yeah. Good. yeah. Yeah, it's the same concept, just light car, doesn't sink in mud, yeah. just cheap, it's easy. On the mm. note of, actually, Top Gear, and also linking to the um, the, the idol kind of culture, have any of you watched, there was uh, Our Man in Japan on Amazon Prime with James May? I, I haven't watched it yet, but I want so to watch it. I've watched, I think I've watched, yeah, I think I'm about halfway through, I haven't watched it for a while, but there's one brilliant one where it shows the kind of craziness of um, the idol culture because they he was explaining how they basically make idol groups for very, very specific audiences. So he went to an idol concert that was at 8.30 or 7.30 in the morning. It because, wasn't like right. an idol. That, that wasn't idol because that was like a boy band, wasn't it? I think I know what you mean. It's like in the second episode. Yeah. And they dress, they dress him up like. Yeah, like they them, give him a makeover. They? <laughs> mm, mm, they give him a makeover, God. and then he just comes out in his own clothes. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, yeah. I'm done." I, <laughs> part of me, part of me, like I, with those shows, I want to really want to watch them and love them. 
But part of me is just like James May isn't as bad. But I know they did a, they did one on the BBC, and it just felt so fake. Yeah, a lot of it's very like, forced. When you watch when you watch the YouTubers doing it, it's like these people literally live there. Yeah. It's like I watch Simon and, and Martina, and they do a load of food reviews, and they go around. Mm. Obviously, I, I think... watch Tokyo Sam. I watch a bit of Abroad in Japan, and then they live there, so that it's like it feels more natural. Yeah. I think that's what I'm after. I, I want to see what it actually thing, like to live there. The thing that pisses me off most about a lot of these like shows where they give you like an insight into Japan. The things that piss me off most is near enough every single one of these shows always does this fact about how you can get women's underwear from vending machines which mm. isn't true. You can't Well, get you can get underwear but it's not somebody's underwear. Yeah. There's there's un- there's clothing vending machines for like like an emerg like I'm running I like I need a spare shirt kind of thing or you can go to like Don Quixote or something which is basically like a 100 yen shop for shirts. But the the used underwear thing comes from I think there is a vending machine possibly in Akihabara where it is underwear that is made to look used. Yeah. That's what it's yeah. designed for. It's not you actually couldn't legally used. sell it. Yeah, you're not legally allowed to sell it. But it's just like I feel like the kind of intention behind that is quite like close. Okay, yeah, it's not actually used underwear, but I feel like the intention's still, still disgusting. It's a very, yeah, I mean, like it's a very specific it, kink. That's what it yeah, is. that's what I mean. It's it's still very much selling underwear to people who want used underwear like but they're too afraid to go steal it themselves so they're doing it the beta way and paying for it rather than being an absolute alpha and stealing some (laughs) this is why japan this is why japan ain't getting any sex this is why there's no fun it's because they're betas they're all all too worried about pants rather than actually getting what's in the pants (laughs) yeah it's a a serious matter though that is i mean like They've not got enough people. We've got too many. Do you reckon? <laughs> I think on. I think your odds your odds are pretty high if you went over there, Ryan. I know. Again. I'm saying move over yeah. there. I, I've I've actually contemplated moving over there at times. Like I've w- thought about it. I, I tried don't know to. Kind of. I actually. I don't know how I'd do it. Jet program. That's what I tried to do. Mm. So it's basically what a lot of people use to get over there, and that's what abroad in Japan used to get over there. And it's literally a Japan extend Japan Exchange Teachers Program. So mm. I went through the application. I didn't ever get to the interview process, but you go through, and it's you basically go over there to be an assistant learning teacher, an assistant English learning yeah. teacher, and you're there just to help them with like pronunciation and grammar and things like that. And a lot of the application is based on things like. How are you going? To, yeah. <laughs> How are you going to there. keep? I'll be, I'll, be there. I'll be there, still teaching them. It's cock just for the laughs. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's it's a cool it's a cool like exchange thing to do, and I I was going to do it and basically go over there for like maybe like a year or two, but I never got past the um I never got past to the interview process, and I've got a feeling one I've got tattoos and piercings, and obviously. The Japanese are very, very kind of like about that stuff. And two, I applied at the same point as we had like all the teachers losing jobs. Mm. So it wouldn't surprise me if like all the teachers who just lost their jobs, like, well, sorry, I'll just go teach in other countries and just did that. So I was able to go through with it. (laughs) That's definitely definitely worth looking. Yeah, yeah. It's something that's interested me. Like I'm, I've jumped back on my Japanese learning, but I'm 
I've got a lot to learn. I just I want to get like a proper lessons from somebody, and I was actually planning on doing it this year, but obviously, um, you can go. You can do evening yeah. classes at University of Nottingham, because that's where mm. I started learning. Um, and well, I used to I used to work there, so yeah. But that's the... where did what campus did you do it on? Uh, the Highfields campus. Highfields. The one across the road mean... from the Queen's Med. You mean that's the um, uh, don't be a don't be a knob. What's happening, right? Why is it always my house? <laughs> no, I'm all right, thank you. Girl, Girl. It's like a green cake. <laughs> Why the fucking angels like this? Turn that back on. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I like I like the pink mood light. Pink mood light. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the Jubilee campus. That uh, do you know what actually? Um, it wasn't the best paying place to work, but it was definitely one of the most chill places I've ever worked. Like mm. I didn't enjoy the role because it was I was an evening shift guy, so I was just walking around doing tests the majority of the time. Yeah. But yeah. it was very. It was nice. It was calm. Like there wasn't loads going on all the time, unless there was like a big problem like kicked off. It was just. And you were, I was walking around a lot. I did enjoy it there. It's a very nice campus. Yeah, it's very open. I think, like, Go on, Ollie, sorry. I, I would like... To, I was just going to say on the whole subject of, like, teaching, like, part of me, what like, would like to be a teacher. Like, since I've been at uh, college, just because I'm doing a course for work, I mean, I, I can already do all the work. So a lot of the time, I'm helping, like, a lot of these younger students with the course. And, like, even the staff have said that, like, I'm quite good at it. But it, at the same time, it's like... God, some teenagers are fucking bellends. They really are. It's, it's, I don't know it's, if it's I the really issue, isn't it? It's, it's something I've it's, thought about, but I, I wouldn't be able to keep my cool with some of those dicks. No, I couldn't. I the absolutely teenagers, couldn't. I just, they'd be out of my classroom. If like The teachers nowadays have got... There's not got any backbone behind them. The oh, I didn't know about that. Parents. Some of the ones at the college some are pretty... Them, um, at some colleges, it's different. Yeah, at yeah, colleges, it's different. The problem lies with the parents the majority of the time because they're not getting told yeah. off at home. Well, the issue, it's just... I think one and of the other issues this, as well is... There's... Bring back the cane. That's all I'm saying. No, <laughs> because the cane has been proven to actually make things worse. The cane is, is proven in studies to make people much worse. It's the same with like um, if your kid's playing up and you smack it, it's proven statistically that doesn't help the situation. If anything, it actually makes them become a worse person at the end of time. At the end of the day, I'm not saying that as individually because I had it to me. It's obviously <laughs> as a statistical standpoint that can happen. That's were why. Were you were you at school when the cane was still a thing? I'm not that fucking old, Jesus! Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, well, I've been, hit, I've been hit as a kid. I was like, I was mad. I was just about saying it. it looked probably looked really weird because I just started laughing to myself. But if you hit them hard enough, they're not going to be a problem ever again. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> just make sure you can I, I dig think... in a big enough hole in your garden. You're safe. <laughs> I think. I think my parents. I was only going for tapas. <laughs> <laughs> But the first thing I did was write down where they were. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's, that's a, a subject for another day. That yeah, we're not getting. 
let's not get into that now but that, that's a discussion no, for another go, day yeah sure. going back with like the, the schools and stuff like the, i think the mm. issue with a lot of the schools and colleges at the minute is they have targets like crazy targets like they need to get so many people passing and they need passing. to get so many people yeah, right. with these marks so it's like at the end of the day all the place of all the places in the world that should not have targets schooling and education systems are one of them because all that happens yeah. if it's like, oh, we need to have at least 15 A students, they're just going to focus on 15 students that can be A's. Because it's, it's the issue with a lot of schools with the people I talk to. Basically, they say they only focus on the high flyers. And when I was in my school, the way I saw it was they would focus on high flyers, so people that was going to get good marks, and they would only focus on the people that were the lowest of the bunch. Because the people in the middle aren't going to change their average targets. It's the people at the top and the people at the bottom. So they're the only mm. ones they'd focus on. And that's the issue. Whereas if there was yeah. no targets, it would just be, this is your grade, this is what you've got, you work at it now. Yeah, I guess I, I, I'm easy. just about in the middle quite a lot. And I was just like... I was going to say, it's, it's kind of easy to forget. But like when it, a lot of it boils down to it, schools are still businesses. When not you think about them. it, like not all of them. Not all of them. Some are obviously state yeah. run, but a lot of them. Uh obviously they're still schools. Of course they are. You're, but you're like, thinking more of um private schools. Academies. Academies, academies yeah. And private schools. My yeah. secondary school, it was just a it was just a secondary school, but like there was still a, a sense of that kind of thing there. It was it wasn't an academy or anything like that. It was literally just a just The a teachers school, are but... being judged more on their numbers like you're getting in every role now so for me it's more how many tickets can you close how many calls can you take that that's the problem everything's just everyone's just so wound up about statistics it's like yeah no especially with kids like we're saying it's not about statistics it's about finding out what that kid wants to do and don't giving make that kid them, yeah. skills don't make that them are gonna another help statistic him. because then it's not going to yeah. help it sh we should well, sh go on ollie i was gonna say did any of you come out of school a, knowing all what you wanted to do with your life, and B, with, like, any given anything that was, apart from obvious, let's exclude things like core skills, like maths, and that. but, like, for me, when I was coming out of school, secondary school, it was, like, maybe two months before we were finishing, or maybe our GCSEs, I can't remember exactly, but it was actually, like, by the way, here's all the available colleges in the area, pick one and make sure you pick all your, you know, here's all the courses that you need to pick, you need to do it by the end of today just one day though so it's like i had to make a huge decision out of nowhere on a day for a what college i was going to and b what courses i was going to do i had no fucking idea what i wanted to do i remember back then i think i was kind of interested in joining the air force well obviously that didn't happen so i went <laughs> to college for the first time didn't really know what what i was doing and what i wanted to do and i did terribly i dropped out before i finished then a few years later, I tried university, still not really knowing what I wanted to do. This was, uh, I think this was just before the car throttle stuff. Was that um, the, um, that the, what was it? Open this? university it was. Yeah, I remember, this, I remember which course she was doing, yeah, now. Um, so obviously I, I did a year and a bit of that, realised that the course I was doing, like even if I do finish it, there's not really any job in the field and it was just going to be more debt and i wasn't really enjoying it so then i dropped out of that so at this point i mean i think i've got level five qualifications now which is okay to be fair they're like somewhere between an a level and a degree basically they're kind of in that weird 
groundbreaking. They're the, um, they're being then, considered the first year of a university course usually. Yeah, yeah, well, that, that is it. That's it. But then, but that's it. So then I obviously went with car throttle, and none of my qualifications applied to that. I just kind of winged it into that job. Pretty much had the job, but then I left for obviously other reasons. And then it was just like, okay, yeah, now I'm a sheet metal fabricator. <laughs> I didn't do anything in school or college remotely to do with that. I was never particularly interested in it. It's like, but that's what I do now. And it's like, it doesn't feel like the education system in that regard really helped me, apart from obviously giving me the core skills. But I don't feel like it at all prepared me for moving on. It was just like, here's some skills, fuck off. That's yeah. what it felt like. I think Secondary I was... Well. Yeah, I think I was very lucky because I found what I wanted to do my first year of secondary school, I was I was very lucky in that aspect because I started uh, drumming lessons in my first year of mm. secondary school. Went through, there was two teachers. We had one guy that came for one lesson that never turned up to teach again, so he got sacked. And then there was another guy that just never turned up, so he got sacked. And then we had this third teacher who I haven't been able to contact for ages. I don't even know if he's still living anymore because he was quite old when he taught me. It was a guy called... Mike Finch um, he's this, right. this old drum teacher he used to be in the army as one of the musicians um, and mm. then he moved into actually like full drum kit stuff and he and I learned with him all the way through my secondary school life and it was doing that that made me realise I want to go into music I want to do um, instrument stuff and I was lucky having that I was able to go from there right I've got my GCSE done, now I need to find the college. Found the college because I knew the guy who ran it because I went to his music school. Then I knew that I wanted to go into university. The only thing I had to redo was GCSEs because I f fucked them up royally. But I've told them though, loads of people have yeah. that. But I think the thing that annoys me most is like, why the fuck am I learning stupid shit? Like, um, we had a class called PSHE, which was just about like... <laughs> uh. It was like sex education and drugs, and then by the end. So of it, when you was... go out, you shouldn't be racist, should you, kids? Yeah. No, miss. It was like the last, the last, two, the last two years of that we had. They were just teaching us stuff like debating skills and things like that. It's like, I'm sorry, but that's not going to help me yeah. in the real life. How about, for the last two years of PSHE, you teach me things like how to do taxes, how to untax yeah, taxes. That's to what everyone yeah. I've met has said. How well, to they, understand you know what? interest rates and things like that. If, if they're teaching debating rules to people, they're not doing a fucking good job because there's a lot of people nowadays who can't debate at all because no, they just no. can't accept anybody else having a different view to them. Yeah. But no. I say, like, you you, you were very lucky because you actually know what you want to do, Carl. Like, I, I still don't know exactly what I want no. to do. Oh, I still, I, 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 the only reason I've got the job that I'm in now is through literally, I think, like, maybe eight years of flip-flopping back and forth, because like we, we said with you, Ollie, you've been back and forth. I literally went through all my university, worked at McDonald's for ages, then went to a fucking, uh, like, a, a credit-checking company working on their phones. Fucking hated that. Ended up going back to McDonald's again, and then ended up going to luckily the job that i was in for a while of doing it at a game studio then i left there because i was having issues then i ended up working in a pub for a bit left there because i went to your place for what a month and a half and now i'm where i am now <laughs> so it's not been yeah. a straight journey it's been a bit of a roundabout one <laughs>
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I left school at 16. I'd got, I, I'd, I'd put my name down for sixth form, but there was, I wasn't going to go to sixth form. I didn't like school. I didn't like the teachers. No. I didn't want to go to a college. Um, luckily, my mum mentioned to me uh, where where the council, where I first worked, she mentioned they got an apprenticeship going, so I, I applied for that. I filled in a form, told them what goes inside a computer, and then I uh, did an interview. Did really well in the interview, to be honest, apparently, and got that. From there, I did a year of the apprenticeship, didn't actually pass any exams within that year because I was basically just working. I just, like, as soon as they got me trained up, I just basically, I was just... On the job, just, basically. We basically just went through so many members of staff. And then I, from that, they just went to me like, they said, why aren't you applying? We keep putting the role out and you just, you're just not applying. You know you can do this. And I'm like, well, I didn't know if I was allowed to at this age because it says like, you have to still be in full education doing whatnot. So they said, just you just do it and we'll sort it out. So I applied for that got that there was there was literally no way anybody else could have got that instead of me because i was already doing the job yeah. um, but with that there was a i had to pass one of my exam exams within there so i passed the a plus and that's the only exam i have for it it's just purely down to um, experience and skill that i have got any other roles to be honest um and just knowing what i'm on about and talking about and i think you say knowing what you're on about but really it's just having at least having enough understanding of it yeah i'm not very techie uh, let's not continue that one i'm gonna punch you love i'm gonna punch you (laughs) but it's like i i feel a bit trapped in the role because like i've got to this point and i like I just do the job to survive. I don't do it because I like, well, don't get me wrong. I don't hate the job, but I don't like love it. Love it. It's, it's, it's become more of a, you know, I'm doing this because, you know, I've got a car to pay off. I've got bills to pay to live with my parents. You know, I've got, you know, everything's got a cost nowadays. So, and and don't get me wrong. I really want to go into a different role. That's completely different. I just don't, I can't see a possibility of doing that unless I find a really well paying uh, I, like trainee role in it or something or do it in like my part, like part time in this on the side doing something and then it going somewhere. And I, I feel a little bit trapped in that way. And I wish I'd been able to kind of explore the different options that actually are with jobs because what what they don't tell you at school is what kind of jobs are actually out there. Like, because at school, yeah. the only thing I could think of until I was up until the end of school was, oh, there's paper ants and working in a corner shop, which I don't want to do. So I didn't work until I was 16. But then since I've been 16, I've worked my whole life. I've not stopped. So I'm 23 now. So that's nearly seven years. So we've, got a, just... we've, got, a, we've got a bit of a mixed bag between us, really, haven't we? Yeah, like, yeah. Like... yeah. But I think we can all safely say that secondary schools just... It doesn't prepare you. Days, it does not prepare no, you at all. No. Like, no, that's what I was getting at, really. Kids is, here's the type of roles there are and like more experience, more showing them what it is. Yeah. Like, because well, I think a better way of doing it is... It takes to do those jobs. Yeah, I think a better way of doing it, rather than saying to them, this is what roles there are, just ask them, mm. what do you enjoy doing? And if the, even if it's just something, I like drawing things. Well, okay, so in there, you've got graphic designer. 
you've got mm. editing, yeah. you've got CAD designer, CAD designer. There's there's so just by someone saying they like drawing, mm. then you can really delve deep because there's so much out there that needs drawing, which you can do. Engineers, yeah, you've got I, so I, much, and just having I, having that bit of input with them. And trying to go from there might actually help open up a lot more job opportunities for people to understand where they need to go, rather mm-hmm. than getting people like a lot of us, where it's like you're just listlessly walking through life. I don't know what the fuck yeah. to do. Yeah, no. this this it was more so in my school because my school was a performing arts school. But I think there's actually too much emphasis on performing arts. Don't get me wrong. I think everyone should be able to express themselves and enjoy themselves and, you know, be able to make art in a way that they like and enjoy art and understand it. But I feel like it may have been a little bit more pushed on, obviously, on my side because it was a performing arts school. But I felt that they, everyone thought they could be someone and it's like, you can't. Like, well, I'm yeah, like, to be honest with you, you can't sing for shit, unfortunately. <laughs> so don't try. Just yeah, you know, try a different role. Well, I was gonna say with my school, like I found, I mean, I did quite well in school. My GCSEs, I did really well. I didn't really like school, but I, I'm a, probably one of those people who annoyingly could just sit there and I kind of just soaked in information. I just, I think I got like three A stars, five you're, A's, like a you're B and two C kind like of that. dick. Well, <laughs> Kick him, kick him, Kyle. We don't want him in here. He's not common enough. (laughs) Uh, I mostly did fine with like my sciences and maths. And I also did quite good at French as well. And that's because I had a really good French teacher. She was really good. She made it fun. She she had a really really nice nice low cut top most of the time. (laughs) She was about (laughs) maybe 70. So, I mean, not really into that, but. After this, I've got a very funny story about one of my teachers at school, so I do need to let you know that. Okay, I'll, I'll wrap it up quick. Um, but what I was going to say was like, so yeah, I did really, I really enjoyed science. The point, you know, I've got it tattooed on me. I love science. And like, nerd. And I, 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 nerd. <laughs> but like, I like, I like my science. I like maths. And obviously, when it came to things like physics, physics is largely just math, maths and common sense. So I really enjoyed those. Funnily enough, like I consider myself pretty decent at my job. Like, I mean, today I've been, I've been CAD drawing all day today for something that I'm just making for the fun of it. But like. I got a D in DT, not because I didn't like it or I didn't try. I did try. My teacher was just a cunt and he didn't care. He lost my coursework and then one of my practical pieces went missing and I insi- he was like, oh, you, you must have lost it. I was like, well, I left it here. I left it where everyone else is. Where is it? You could so I went to look for it. Sue him. Sue well, him. But then I was going to say the best bit is because like, what it was, you used to have like, the classroom and then there'd be like, a workshop next to it and then in the back of the workshop there was another door that went into like a staff area that was behind the classroom and as it happened uh my practical piece was in the bin in the staff only area because you know i would have been walked into the staff only area with my practical piece and thrown it in the bin so that was from that point i was like right fuck you just like i'm not trying i took the piss i even took the piss on the exam and put i actually kept uh, my year 10 mock exam which i'll post into the discord at some point um but so that's something I enjoyed, and it down to, because of a shitty teacher who couldn't be fucked, that went down. Then my school, you were saying how yours put a lot of emphasis on the performing arts. It was our school, school. Yeah, 
our school was really heavy on like English and stuff like that. And I, I think I managed to be in English. I wasn't, I wouldn't consider myself very good at it. I couldn't write very fast. For some reason, I just can't write. Like, I remember my friends would, in the hour and a half exam, I think most of my friends said they wrote like four or five sides of A4, and I wrote maybe two because I just I'd can't, be I, I struggled uh, to write. I was I'd, be lucky if, I yeah. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be lucky if I got two because I, I can't write. Like, yeah, same here. I just, I struggle to write. It hurts my hands. I don't know why. But like, so there was that, but the, yeah, they were really, they put really strong emphasis on it. But then, yeah, there were no life skills. The IT course we did was literally worthless because it was OCR rather than AQA. So when I went to college, they're like, yeah, you know, all that I, that IT you did, which at the time as well, most schools weren't doing IT. They weren't doing a GCSE and IT. Like a lot of schools didn't do it. We were the one school that had done a GCSE and IT, but it didn't count. Yeah. So it's just like, what the... Why the fuck are you allowed to teach us a qualification which is openly known as being worthless in the education system? Yeah. Just, just quickly, with with the with the teachers there, is this just another case where the system's failed? You know, this person, possibly, yeah. or, you know, oh, I really want to be a teacher, and they've got stuck, and they can't yeah, get role. Possible. They're not they're not skilled enough to do the actual role. But they can, they're just yeah. skilled enough to teach kids how to do it. Oh, I'm not saying I'll tell you one thing about that DT that teacher is, is happy enough. To that DT teacher enough was happy enough to teach all the fucking girls. I'll tell you that much. He was a right yeah, fucking <laughs> that's, Yeah, he really that's, was. That's not to be expected, though, is it really? You, you expect that at all times, though. Um, There's yeah, always so, one. Every school. Yeah. With, um, My yeah. IT teacher fucked a, uh, we, fucked a sixth former <laughs> and got her pregnant. Good, good job. Hey, hey. They're married. Back to you, So, I don't... It, it's funny. It's he's, funny he's you should do it. It's funny you should talk about a uh, sex because it's kind of linked. It's not someone getting made pregnant <laughs> in mind, but so um, obviously schools have uh, food um, lessons as well, like cookery classes or whatever they call them nowadays. Where is this going, Kyle? Yeah, we had we had, we had food tech. So for the entire time I was at school, we used to just get taught. For my sorry, so when you reach year is it year nine, you have to choose your year subjects. nine. You choose your exact yeah. You choose yeah. So ones. just in case there is Americans in in the UK at year nine, you have to pick what subjects you want to learn. So that way, then you can focus in more for your future. Apparently, I obviously didn't Not pick food, but all the way all the way through up until year nine, um, for me, we always got taught by this. Um, Grandma, grandma style woman. She was just a really nice old lady, and we just grandma uh, style woman. Yeah, <laughs> not just an elderly lady. The grandma. She was twenty. She was she, twenty. She just she, dressed like an old she, lady. No, she, she was an elderly woman, but she she was a very homely elderly woman. So that's why I say grandma okay. style. Cause she was very homely. She, she, yeah, she was someone's nan for sure. Yeah. Um. So that <laughs> was, was the card again. Yeah. So that was the only thing I had. But I think for the last maybe last half of the year just before our choices were being made, we had a new teacher come in who was much younger, much more attractive, and very well endowed in the chest area, but she also liked to wear low-cut tops. Interesting. So, <laughs> I wonder why you chose food tech. I didn't pick food tech. <laughs> Everyone else did, and food tech got filled up so much so quickly, they had to add 
another area to pick food tech in those four choices so more people could join on. And it was a lot of guys who joined in. But I started to notice something a bit awkward. And I we used to talk about it between my friends. So she was very energetic. And I'm not talking like, oh, she's just very happy about her role. I'm talking strangely energetic. And like almost like ADD kind of energetic. Yes, or... almost ADD energetic. But <laughs> near enough, every single one of the like dishes she'd teach you to cook or understand involved flour. And I jokingly said to a friend, I bet you she uses flour because she's on cocaine. Oh, fast, no. fast forward about three years, found out she was on cocaine and she was able to use flour as her cover so that with them, whenever she was doing this, it was just because there was flour on her face, apparently. When no, it wasn't. It was cocaine that she was very poor at removing is, from is her, her face. Is this her lifestyle? Like, she, <laughs> I became a cook so I could take cocaine. <laughs> it was just like... Holy shit, I was right. She was on cocaine. That's probably why she was so fucking energetic. Miss, miss, I forgot my flower. Can I borrow some? Can I have your Sure, no. there's a bag in the box in the back. Just make sure you miss, pick the one on the left. Which, which, which bag is it? Coke, flower. One's an actual baggie, one's an actual flower bag. <laughs> Oh, but that is that was that was literally. I think it's just I did. We didn't have people at my school who were that obsessed with. Te- well, we didn't really have many fit teachers. There were a selection. There were a few of mine. Attract- to be fair. Were, wrong, there was a few who were attractive being a performing arts school, but you never heard anybody going, "Oh, I'm choosing this because she's got." You see, no, no. You see, nobody ever said that. Everyone was actually kind of very serious about what they wanted to do, even though we're all probably. A majority of people probably don't have jobs at the moment and we're all fucked. Well, it seems like every school had kind of that teacher story. I don't know if your school had one, Ryan. So ours, and I don't know if Tom's ever told you about this, Kyle, but Tom was actually there for an incident. We used to have uh, this teacher. Uh, she was just, she was mentally unstable. She, like, it sounds mean to say, because mental illness is a serious thing, but this woman was batshit. She was just completely mental. There were just so many things she did that, and like for ages, the school couldn't do anything. They just couldn't do anything about it. Like, I remember, um, like, apparently, just like she went up to some random kid at lunch who was uh, sat, sat, sat there happily eating his lunch. And he had some custard, and she just went up to him and went, Oh, I bet you'd like to put your dick in that. Just like, okay, Whoa! like, I don't know. This <laughs> that's, is okay. That's a sackable offense. That's zero well, yeah, to no, 100 this, very fast. That, that's. <laughs> Just like that's just one in a plethora of stories, but there was one day there was the incident, and uh, <laughs> you know it's you know it's interesting Tom- when it's called the incident. The incident. It was the incident. Um, where basically uh, she was teaching IT, and it was Tom's class, and apparently um, they they just went into, they they went into the classroom and I, I don't know whether like someone was being a bit naughty or something pissed her off but she just snapped she genuinely snapped and apparently she just like started laughing left the room closed the door and locked all the students in the IT room and for a while everyone was just kind of like right okay and she she just fucking went she was gone <laughs> so i can't even remember how they got out but tom was in that class um, I think eventually, like someone found, like someone must have knocked on the door, 
and probably talk through it and they must have got maintenance to get him out. But like, so that was the one thing. As it turned out, eventually she got quite suicidal and basically she said to the school, if you fire me, I'll kill myself. So for, for about another three years, they couldn't get rid of her. So they had this like seriously unstable teacher, but they just couldn't get rid of her because like it was like, well, we, if, if we fire her, she like she, she was the kind of person she would have killed herself. Definitely. She needs like, to have an accident in the school. So yeah, this is this is where like, a lot of people get scared about these kinds of things when literally all they have to do is just go right. We need to fire her, but we'll just call the police and have them be here because she could be yeah. sectioned for that. She's a danger to herself. This was, yeah. I mean, this was how long? This would have been fifteen years ago, maybe. Yep, they still, years they ago. still, so they still was, did it back then. Oh no! But what I'm saying is like. It was just, I feel like maybe in the last 10 years, mental illness has kind of it's, it's a lot bigger more now. Yeah. Yeah. Back Even then, I'd like, say just the last five years, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. But like back then, it wasn't spoken about as much. No. And like, we, we, we were in a very rural area. So like, maybe it's where I am. But like, everyone it, knows it, it everyone especially... in your area. <laughs> and it, 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 it was a bit more of a taboo subject back then. But like, this yeah she apparently like when she was being a bit more normal apparently she was a fantastic teacher like she was a, quite an enthusiastic science teacher and she's one of those teachers that was like kind i never had her myself but she was kind of strict but well, kind I of hope not. You're, you're a student jesus yeah. christ oh, <laughs> Jeez. you don't know where i've been boy <laughs> but no, well it's been oh, too, too far deep in crazy then if yeah i, I was gonna say I, I i put my dick in crazy once never again <laughs> uh, i've i've done the exact same like... thing and i think we should make that the it's next end. podcast yeah, crazy, crazy, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, well, that's, we, that's Saturday sort. <laughs> yeah, that's Saturday sort of. But we do, we do need to finish up. What I will say is, I do have another school story that I would like to open up with Saturday as well. Uh, I've, was got, gonna, I've got another one as well. Yeah, I, I was like going to try. And, I was going to try and end with it. Yeah, I was going to try and end with it. But obviously, we're we're pushing time a bit too much now. So, well, I think well, yeah, well it was good, good, nice little thing. So. If anyone's watching uh, or watching or listening uh, through Spotify, because we are now on quite a lot of different um, available applications, I guess platforms. platforms that's the word I was looking yeah. for. Um, if you is. if you want to give us any questions or any subjects you want to talk about, or if there's any information that we've talked about that you believe we are wrong about and you want to correct us, just drop us an email at contextneededpodcast at gmail.com. We all have access to it, so we all do see. And if we get a good handful of questions in there, we'll, we'll probably do some Q&A podcasts as well. But today, from me, I'll say goodbye. And then from the others... Bye. Those are very, <laughs> very delayed. I was rude. You guys were just going to not do like, anything. Well, I, was like, I was waiting for Ryan to go. I was like, usually Ryan I'm goes. going now. I'm I need my warm milk in bed. <laughs> also, I've got to go get me haul it. If you, if you want to, if you want to end that a thousand day, guys, just, just, just hit, hit us up. <laughs> hit us up on the email, please. Please, hit up Ryan. Please. He's very desperate. <laughs> well, we'll be, we'll be back again Saturday at nine o'clock p.m. GMT. So we'll see you guys then. Goodbye. See you later, shitlords.
If you have any questions, queries, or interesting stories you'd like to hear us talk about at the Context Needed Podcast, you can get in touch at contextneededpodcast at gmail.com.